Hey guys, you're listening to the T.M. Marie Arnold podcast. We are going to continue our study from last week, the table. This week, we're going to be talking about the thankfulness at the table. Oh my gosh, let's go. How come the disciples who walked with Jesus could not see Jesus? That's why. They were so used to seeing seeing him with their natural eye. But now, now that Christ has ascended, now we see him not with our soul, but with our spirit. We see the spiritual gifts with our spirit. Verse 30, and it came to pass as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it and broke and gave to them. What does that sound like? Communion. As he sat and meet with them, he took bread, he blessed it, he break, he gave it to them, and then their eyes were open. So something was done that they were familiar with. They were familiar with Jesus doing that. It was something that, that resonated with their reasoning. It resonated with their natural eye and their eyes were open and they knew him and he vanished out of their sight and they said one to another did not our heart burn within us meaning how did we not know that was him how did we not see it how did we not know how did we not believe right so they said, did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us by the way and while he opened to us the scriptures? All right, so let's look at this. Only when Jesus did something that they were used to is when they see and when they saw him. So we talked about that. But there was something significant about what he did. He took the bread, he blessed it, he broke, and he gave to them. I know we do communion in churches uh, once, what, every first Sunday or so. My family, we do communion. My husband and I do communion every day. I do communion with my family every Sunday. And there's a reason why. And right here, when I was studying this, it stuck out to me. I was reading it. Okay, so he took the bread, he blessed it, he broke, he gave. That word blessed it, though, it stuck out to me. So, of course, like I do, I go searching. I need to figure out what, is this, what does this word mean in the Greek. And it means give thanks. So, he took bread, he gave thanks for the bread, he broke the bread, and he gave it to them. Oh, my gosh. So, what am I saying? When Jesus obviously did something in the natural, it allowed them to see. But not only that, it took them to a place of thankfulness. And thankfulness allowed them to see when they, because Jesus, he took the bread and blessed it, they were a part of it. It took them back to that moment where Jesus broke the bread before and gave thanks for the bread. And even not only then, but he also, when it was the two loaves and five, I mean the two fish and five loaves, he did the same thing. He took it, he broke it, he blessed it. That was his thing. It was always, I'm gonna take what God has given me, I'm gonna give thanks for what God has given me, and it blessed people, it multiplied, that's what Jesus did. 
So there was something significant about, because he could have did, I don't know, he could have did miracles on the side of the road while he was walking with them. Why did he wait and to the table? Ah, this table, right? He waited till he sat down and ate with them, and he did this, and he blessed it. He gave thanks. Okay, so I want us to look at this. Let's go to, um, uh, da, da, da. actually, let's keep going. And he rose, verse 33, we're still in Luke 24. And they rose up the same hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven gathered together and them that were with them, saying, The Lord is risen indeed and hath appeared to Simon. And they told what things were done in the way and how he was known of them in breaking the bread. So that was important. Okay, so let's look at the importance of why Jesus decided to do the breaking of bread and why, how he was known of them in the breaking of bread. We're going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. I'm going to go on my phone. I have my Bible, actually. I'll pull it up here. 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And we're going to start at verse 24. <clears throat> okay. Verse 24. Maybe I should have did it on my phone. It would have been a lot easier. These pages are like sticking together here. Okay. So we're going to start at verse 24. And when he had given, wait, I lost my place. Okay. And when he had given thanks, he break it. And said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. At the same manner, also, he took the cup, and when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament of my blood, this do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthingly, and that word unworthingly, it means to not give reverence. It means to not show respect. It also can mean to not, uh, not appreciate, right? Shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. So that's a big thing. So if you are just taking communion just because this is tradition, okay, I'm going to take communion, whatever. You're not, you're not showing reverence. You're actually doing it unworthily, and you are guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. Now, this is New Testament. This is Paul, so this does apply to us. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eating and drinking damnation to himself, not concerning the Lord's body. For this cause, now look at this. I remember when I saw this, I don't know, maybe a year ago or so, it just, it just jumped out at me. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. And that word sleep means death. Okay, so let's, let's, let's look at that. Oh, and wait, um, there was another scripture I wanted to read. For if you judge oneself. Okay, now that's it. That's where we're going to stop. Okay, so what is this saying? The communion is so key. Now, we were just reading in Ephesians about remembering. So we have this table, and we have everything we need in front of this table, 
And the only way that we can grab a hold of things that we that are on this table, only way that what's on this table can be applied, I guess that would probably be the better word, what's on this table can be applied to our life, that we can consume it, that we can receive it, you know, and see it manifest. We already have it, and I want to make sure I understand, I want you to understand this. We already have all those things, but how do we, how can we operate in those things is pretty much what I'm saying. So the faith that we have is what appropriates, what applies, what Christ has made available to us. And I'm just using the illustration. You know what I mean. But it says the table's in us, okay? I just want to make sure you understand that. The table is in us. Everything we need is right here in us. But in order for us to walk in it, we have to have faith, right? So we talked about that. But then it talked about, and, it, and then Christ, um, and then the scripture said, walk in it, that God wants us to walk in it. But then it talks about remembering. So when you take communion, and what Paul is teaching us here, when you break the bread, give thanks. Do what Jesus says, and remember, what are we giving thanks for? We're remembering that he died on the cross for our sins. We're remembering that he was broken so that we can be made whole. We're remembering that his blood was his blood was shed so that we can be in right standing with Christ, so that we can receive everything that God wants us to have through Christ. He did all that. So when we take communion, we have to remember and it should make us be thankful. And that's why I think that is so important because Jesus could have picked so many other ways to reveal himself to the disciples. But remember, and I'm, I'm going back for a moment because I really wanted to pull this out. Um, where did it say? When I want to go to verse... Da, 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 da. I'm going to get it. Verse 21 in Luke 24. Back, back at Luke 24, verse 21. These disciples were, they were not thankful. They even said that, but we trusted, look at this, but we trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed Israel. And besides all this to the day is the third day since, things, since these things were done. They had doubt. They were kind of like disappointed. We trusted that Jesus was going to come and, and deliver us. And it looked like he did. It's three days and ain't nothing happened. They were disappointed. They were not walking in thankfulness. And they couldn't see him, I believe, because their hearts, obviously, it talks about that, their hearts were hardened. And they weren't thankful. So how appropriate for Jesus to use the breaking of the bread to symbolize a breaking of a bread, a, cer a, a, a ceremony that we take to remember and to be thankful for what he has done. He uses that to open their eyes. We should read that as an example of, I need to stay in a place of thankfulness because thankfulness helps me to see what Christ has done. Thankfulness allows me to see what's on the inside of me. Thankfulness reminds me of how he has pulled me out from situations that I put myself in. Thankfulness raises my faith and allows me to stand in what I have been given through Christ. Thankfulness, it is powerful. It is so powerful. 
communion, and this is the thing, you can take it, you know, I when when I got sick, I I that communion was my medicine, and it still is. It and I love taking it because it 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 silences everything else out that's going on, and I have to focus on what Jesus has done. And there have been several communions that my husband and I had that I'm just weeping because I'm just like, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes we get so busy, and like the disciples, we're talking about Jesus. We're just talking about him and ain't paying him no never mind, ain't thanking him for what he's done. When's the last time we said thank you? When's the last time we took everything and shut everything off and focused on what he did for us? When's the last time? And that's what, when we do that, when we, and, and I love that Christ gave us this opportunity, this, this, uh, this meal to partake, right? Because he says, I think in Luke, that, you know, he sh that we should never thirst, that his body is the bread. So that's nourishment. His blood, it's nourishment. It nourishes us. And every time we partake in this meal, it, what does it do? It commands our soul. It commands our soul to bow down to our spirit. We see in the spirit, we go back to what he has done. And we get to, we get to ignite our spirit and we get to have thankfulness come into our soul. It is healing. And that's why the scripture said, verse 30, back to 1 Corinthians 12, for this cause, so what cause? The fact that people forget. The fact that people don't take a moment to remember what Christ has done. And obviously they're talking about believers. They're not talking about the world. The world is like communion. Eat my body. Ugh. They, I mean, they don't understand. Drink my blood. Like, what is this? Like, uh-uh. I ain't have no, y'all crazy. No. But those who believe, we understand that when we partake of his body, that we are protect, we are remembering. Now, back in the day when Jesus preached this in the synagogues, they were so confused, you know, but now that he has already died on the cross for us, it is a moment of remembrance. We already have him. So I'm not taking this bread and putting Jesus on the inside of me. That's not what this is. I'm remembering what is already inside of me. And so when I don't remember, when I don't give thanks, when I don't focus on what he has done, for that reason, for this cause, many are weak. And I did not look up what they meant right there. And I wish I don't want to, because you got to like, you got to go into the scripture. You got to find the code. You got to, so I don't know what that means. But I challenge you, go study it. I'm wondering, does that mean, what does that mean? Weak in our flesh? We all are weak in our flesh. So weak in our body. You know, weak in our understanding. I don't know what that word weak means. And I do apologize that I did not study enough to look at that. And then sickly among you. So I'm assuming it's weak in the body. So for this cause, many are weak and sickly among you and many sleep. And also I'm looking at this and saying weak and sickly because we talked about this. Because we have Christ on the inside of us, we have authority. We have authority to command our soul and our body. 
So if something in my body is starting to act up, I can command it, not in Tia, not in you, but in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I can command that thing to go into the sea because of my faith. So I'm wondering if that means weak, like not, not the fact, we all have this power. We all have this authority because we have it in Christ, but we all don't know how to use it. So we're getting beat up and we're getting weary and we're getting tired and we're feeling the weight of the world. And then it's starting to mess with our mental state and it's starting to mess with our physical state. So then we turn sickly and then we die early because we're not living in the authority of Jesus Christ that's given to us because why? We are not being thankful. Thankfulness, I, re I remember when I, I remember uh, back, I don't know, 2015, maybe 2016, I, before then, I was really, like, we were doing ministry and stuff, but I was just, I was in a cloud. I, it was so dark. I just had a hard time finding joy. I remember sitting at the, my mom's dining room table, and I just said to, I just said to Jesus, I'm like, I know you got joy. I know you got peace. I know you have love. How come I don't feel it? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on. And I just could not see. And it was really hard for me to just be happy, to be honest. I was so sad. And Lord, thank you for the husband that he gave me because there were years of him just hearing me cry and complain and be discouraged and all of that. And he was very gentle with me, you know, but it, it, but there were, there were, no, there were sometimes that he was like, listen here. And, you know, and then my flesh was, was it, it ain't surely where it is today. So, you know, we would argue, like, what do you mean you, I, what do you mean I ain't trying? I mean, you know how us Christians be, you know, you tell us we don't have faith. You tell us that we, you know, we ain't got it together. We get all prideful. And I did that. I did do that. But I remember just wondering what is wrong. What is wrong? And I think I heard a pastor on TBN one day talk about gratefulness. And um, I went to this website, and I think I pulled this prayer, this gratefulness prayer. And so I read it every day. And I'm not going to lie. I read it, and, you know, I kind of started to memorize it, but I didn't feel it was really doing anything. I didn't. But one day in my mom's basement, I woke up, I sat up out my bed, and I just started weeping. And I wasn't crying because I was sad. I looked around and I was so thankful that I wasn't living in Gary, Indiana anymore. We were, there's no wrong with Gary. Gary's, uh, there were blessings that happened in Gary. Please understand what I'm saying. But the house that we were living in, it was, it had to have been, I mean, it was so small. And we lived next to a meth lab. And I had two little kids. And one night the SWAT team came and they took down the meth lab and I was so scared. And I just, I remember like, oh my gosh, it was so hard. So when I woke up this morning, I looked around and I, it just hit me so hard. You are not there anymore. You are in a safe place. The, the street is green. There's green because we had like hardly no green. I mean, it was tough. It was tough. I mean, our kitchen, it was like, here was the sink. And there's the bathroom. So you smelled the poop coming from the bathroom into the kitchen. I mean, it was just terrible. And so, but but there, there were, it was rough. Anyway, we were a young couple. Woo, it was it was rough. But that day, just waking up and 
gratitude hit me so hard. And when I tell you it hit me so hard that I felt something break and I just started thanking God. And I can't even talk too much about it now because I will get so emotional. Woo! I just started thanking God and it snowballed. I started thanking him for this and thanking him for that. And I started remembering. I remembered, I even said like, Lord, you got us out of that situation. Like it could have been worse. I started getting this, this spiritual perspective. And that's where, if you have ever heard me speak, I always talk about my snowball. That's my snowball. My snowball is thankfulness.